Hey friends, welcome to Recovering with Danny. I'm your host, Danielle Van Kay, and this podcast is all about eating disorder recovery, being a single 30-something, navigating the dating scene, and going through, you know, an existential crisis or two. My goal as an eating disorder recovery coach is to help you start living the life you have always dreamt of. Welcome to the show. Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode. Well, if you've read the title, you know what it's all what what is going to be about. It's going to be about dating. And not just your average stories about dating, but I'm talking from the perspective of someone who started dating post recovery or post being recovered from an eating disorder whilst also simultaneously dealing with a chronic illness and um just fyi a little side note i have my invisalign in again because i just you know i gave up i tried to do it without but then there's no point i need to basically have it in as much as i can so you'll just have to unfortunately deal with my aggressive lisp and we'll just, you know, we'll just deal with it. That's it. I can't, I, I can't get it. I can't take it out all the time. So, all right, let's dive deep into the topic of online dating, why I did it in the first place, my stories. This is not going to be me shitting on all my online dates at all because I had some fabulous experiences, but I really want to have the or share my perspective on dating and online dating. And I think I can share my opinion because I had my fair share of online dates. So I'm going to share the amount of dates that I had so far. And honestly, we have to have a drum roll because there were a lot. Okay, so I went on. I'm almost embarrassed to say this. I think... 120 dates and they were all from online dating apps uh i hear you taking a deep deep breath which i'm doing the same with you you might think danny what the actual fuck why did you do that well let me tell you it has been one of the most well i think from a development perspective, I've developed as a human being so much due to having gone on so many dates. And so basically backstory is that I was sick with both an eating disorder and Lyme for a very long time. I mean, think about, uh, well, think, it was like, I think about a decade. So that was that's a long time. Also, I don't have any siblings. I don't have any brothers or sisters, or I didn't really have, I think I had one boyfriend uh, when I was very, very young, but that was it. So I was such a late bloomer. I had no idea how to, I, I never kissed a boy up until like in my late well, mid, no, not late 20s, mid 20s. And um, I also wasn't sexually active because I was misdiagnosed with vaginismus, which I, I'm i sure I will also do an entire podcast episode about because that was ooh, in itself quite the story. But I just didn't know anything about the male species. And also, I don't have the best relationship with my father. And so I, I just decided, you know what? These dating apps are there for a reason. 
And so I downloaded the first one, which I think it was back then, it was Tinder. And I know that Tinder has a very bad reputation. It's kind of almost only used for hookups. I don't necessarily agree with that to this point, to this, actually to this day in my life, I don't agree with that because it's so dependent on on the people who are on there, on the person you're talking to, what your game is, what your aim is. You can literally write in there, you know, I'm only here for something casual or something serious. It do- Honestly, it doesn't matter on what app you're on. If it's, if, if it's Hinge, Bumble, Tinder, Happen, uh, Coffee Meets Bagel, whatever app it is, it doesn't, it shouldn't even matter. It's all about the person intentions and if they're well communicated. And if not, it honestly, I've been fucked over so many times the, it, and it never depended on, or it wasn't due to, oh my God, it was Tinder. No, it could have been on any apps. So I learned to basically put up boundaries. I learned how I had to interact with men because it's way different than with with women. I personally think that, again, I don't have any brothers or cousins who I'm close to so maybe some of you will disagree which is fine and um, you know coming from such a basically eating disorder bubble I just lived in such a yeah in a bubble I didn't really get out of that bubble for such a long time so I just really thought okay let's just start this thing out and see what happens and of course the first date I went on I and the sad thing is I actually don't remember who was my first date ever. I think I might might know, but he was actually a lovely guy, but I'm not sure. Um, so yeah, maybe one day I'll think, oh yeah, that was the guy, but I, I, I don't recall right now, which is a shame. But I'll share some insights, some funny stories, some some just, again, why I think you should get out there if you feel like you know what I would love to meet new people it's it's I think you have to go into the date with the mindset of you know what I'm just going to meet a new person we're in the in the basically in the grand scheme of things it's not that big of a deal you're just meeting up with a person and you're you might get a drink or a tea or a coffee that's it but that's my first tip first first of all Go out somewhere obviously public because you never know what you're going to get. And that's what we're going to go into right now. Because have I been catfished? Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. And it was, thank God, it was not as horrific as it could be or could have been. But I'll tell you the story because it's quite a funny story. So I was talking to this guy and I can name his, I, I can basically say his name because it wasn't his actual name uh so i was talking to tom and tom had an amazing greyhound dog and i'm obsessed with dogs so we completely like initially started talking about dogs because of course i had my dog back then still and we hit it off and he was a good looking fella um this was on yes this was on tinder actually so we just kept on talking and um then he said, do you want to go for a drink? And I said, yeah, yeah, sure. This was also in the south of France. And I I mean, I, I remember everything about this date because it was so, I mean, mind boggling in hindsight. So 
Tom and I kept on talking and then we went, uh, we made plans. So I said to him, would you mind coming to my area? He said, no, no, no problem. So we, um, we, we, well, we just, uh, set up a date in this cafe and this cafe has a huge terrace. It's kind of like almost around very, it's just a huge round terrace. And I walked towards that terrace around, I think 630 in the in the evening and I so I texted him I said I'm on my way he said I'm already here I said okay great so I went there and I couldn't see Tom and I was like so I texted him I said can you just wave to me I'm like you can't miss me I'm a blonde girl wearing a white dress and then this very short bald guy waved to me or at me and I was like what hold on this is not the guy who I was talking to. So I walked towards this guy who was, again, short and bald, which is not a problem at all. It was just not the guy that I was talking to. And I said, Tom, and he said, yeah, hi, Danny. So I have to explain something to you. And I said, well, shit, yes, you have to right now. And he already had like a pint of... I think two pints of beer before I arrived because probably I was nervous as shit, understandably so. And instead of getting pissed, I sat down and I said, okay, explain yourself. I could have done two things. I could have left. Honestly, that could have, that was my prerogative. I could have left without any issues. He, he could have get upset with me. Well, f first of all, fuck off because you've been lying to me all this time. So never pretend that you're someone who you're not. Of course, everyone puts up their best pictures on the apps, but you know, this was just a completely different person. So, but I didn't leave. I thought, you know what? It's 6.30. It's a Thursday night. I have no other plans. I have nowhere to go to. I back then I still live with my mom in her apartment so, you know what? I just went on the date and I let him explain the story. So his story was actually quite um, sad. And he, he kind of explained, yeah, Tom is my um, brother and he always gets the girls and I never can get a girl or can have someone to like go on a date with me. So I thought, you know what, Let, let's try this thing out and see if it works. And clearly it did work because you didn't leave. And I told him, very very clear i said okay i'm as kind to stay but another girl is like going to walk away as soon as you wave to her because i'm just here because i, I really I, I'm, I'm up for meeting new people but don't just don't do that ever again to anyone just delete your profile immediately and he did that while so was there so that's good i hope he didn't like create another one who knows so that was that we had a drink one drink and i left and that was that so i, I mean i was catfished but was it a traumatic experience no it wasn't it was just meeting up with another person that i initially thought i was going to meet and yeah again I wasn't sad because I never go into the mindset of oh my god I'm going to meet my dream I don't know dream person or my my future husband no I, I never think that so that was my actually I think that was within the first month of me dating so I was taken aback by that for sure 
And I realized, oh, hold on, you can actually get catfished on these apps. So that wasn't the most pleasant experience, but also not the worst. Um, so let's go to another story. I have so many, so many dating stories. I don't even know where to begin or where to end. But let's go to, we call him Root Canal Guy. And me and my friends always nickname everyone because at some point you lose track of all the names. So this guy was a yachty. I mean, he is a yachty. I'm sure he's still alive. And he uh, was Australian, is Australian. And so if you don't know the term yachty, I live in this area, which is called Antibes. And most people here work on the yachts and they call themselves yachties. So they're either bosuns or, oh God, if, if you know the series or the show Below Deck, you probably know what I'm talking about. But basically they work, they all work on the yachts and I've met up with so many now. And it's actually fun to meet new people like that. So this guy, he was Australian or is Australian. And we also met up for drinks somewhere and uh, he he said, yeah, I'm going to be a little bit later because I already arrived at the cafe we met or we were supposed to meet. He said, I'm going to be a little bit later because I'm just coming back from the doctors. And I said, are you okay? He said, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. So he arrived and um, his eyes, I could see that he was stoned. Now, I am someone who is on prescription meds quite often. Um, I've been off of it for now two weeks, thank God. But I can see when someone is stoned. So I assumed, and that was also the, the case, that he probably was on something due to going to the doctors. He probably got some prescription medication or something. So I said, so what, what's the deal with the doctor? He said, well, I actually went to the dentist and I had a root canal and it was so painful. And I said, are you okay? Are you like, I don't think you should go on a date after a root canal. You must be in so much pain. He was completely numbed and or numbed up and he could, he could barely talk. And also with this thick Australian accent, it was challenging to understand what he was saying. So I'm not kidding when I say that he drank 12 and I repeat 12 coronas it's actually funny corona during during this pandemic but this was way pre-pandemic you know the, the the beers corona he drank 12 of them and they're actually also 11 euros each so do the math he drank 12 of them within an hour and i always have a two drink rule or max because i usually get very tipsy after the second drink and i don't want to I don't know, do dumb shit or whatever. And of course, sometimes I go like, I, I have like a third. It depends on the day. It depends on the date as well. So, but back then I was really strict with having a two date or two drink rule. So I was like, oh my God, this guy, he was so drugged. And then he like almost fell off his chair. So he, he's... <laughs> He was so ready to go home with me. I said, well, first off, I'm living with my mom. And second of all, you're stoned out of your gourd. Or how do you say that? Stoned out of your mind. You're drunk as shit. I'm going to put you in an Uber. So I grabbed his phone. I said, where are you? Where, where is your boat or your yacht? And so he thankfully he had it in his Uber app. And uh, I just ordered an Uber for him. And I put him in it in the Uber. Oh, my God. 
so that was fun. And he went that then there and then he went off to his own place or he crashed at his boat where he lived, where he worked. So that was, you know, I had so many kinds of updates like that. And, um, Honestly, all in all, it wasn't as bad. It sounds, I know it sounds horrible, but it was just in, in retrospect, it's quite funny to have these kinds of experiences. And I had in the meantime, of course, if you have like 10 in a row, then you're getting super defeated. But those were just a few experiences here and there. And I had plenty of great, great, great men who I met who were so polite, so chivalrous you know it's it's there there's amazing people out there so yeah don't get defeated if you hear this okay so the third person i'm going to or the third dating experience i'm going to share with you um is dating coach guy and this is such a funny funny story and actually you should see my facial expressions actually when i share this story because it was if it was um I need to actually be careful about this because he's very well known in Holland and I know Dutch people listen to this episode. So, I mean, I'm just going to share it. Fuck it. Okay. So this was back in Amsterdam. Um, same thing. We met up for drinks uh, or that was the initial plan. I went to the cafe and I sat there waiting for him. He was half an hour late, which I already think is quite annoying, especially if someone doesn't text, Hey, I'm going to be late. And he was, I could see him standing outside doing this important quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes right now, business call. So again, in retrospect, this was already a plan of his. And so he had this business call and he was like making all these gestures with his hand. So I thought, oh my God, is, is he okay? So he kept it, he walked in and he said, hi, how are you? And it was it was fine but i had this gut feeling where i thought oof this he's he's a character so it was a friday night by the way and i was so ready to have a glass of wine so the waiter came by and she, she said or the waitress she said so what do you guys want to drink and he said we both want to have a mint tea because we don't drink and i said uh, i was just kind of like baffled um and also taken aback so i said oh okay fine fine and he said yeah yeah i'm so done with drinking you know i'm more on the healthy tour like doing the smoothies and the juice cleanses and i thought well you're talking to the wrong person here but okay fine so i had minty super boring i actually don't like tea at all i think i've talked about this so much already i dislike tea Ugh. so i was just sipping on my minty and of course you talk about your work. So I said, what do you do for work? And he was talking in circles and being so vague about it. And he said, yeah, yeah. So I can't really explain what I do for work because if you'll realize what I do, you'll probably Google me, you will find out and you will find weird videos. So of course I immediately assume that he's like a porn actor and I'm super non-judgmental. So if someone is in that industry, I don't even care, but if you just be upfront with me, I think I'm the most non-judgmental person alive. I wouldn't judge anyone for anything. So I was like, okay, can you please share with me what you're doing? No, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't. He kept on going that he can't, couldn't share with me. 
So I said, honestly, at this point, I'm going to probably go back home and go find or find you. I have girl girlfriends who are great at, you know, Googling my my dates. So honestly, at this point, on I, if I were you, I would I would just share. So then he said, okay. And he constantly took these, like, that's why you have to see my facial expressions. Every single time I asked him a question, he said, hold on, let me think. And then he waited for five minutes. I'm not kidding when I say five whole minutes. Five whole minutes is long. And he looked down and then he looked back up and he said, I actually don't have an answer for that. And I asked him very basic bitch questions. Things like, not even, I mean, I wouldn't ask someone what his favorite color is, but things like, uh, so what, what, where did you go to uh, school? Or how did you end up in Amsterdam? Or again, what did you do for work? Or anyway, things like that. So that was already super weird. So then in height, <laughs> then he ended up saying, you know what? Okay, I will tell you. I, well, are you ready, Denny? Yeah, I said, I'm ready. He said, I am the best and most famous dating coach for men in the Netherlands. So I was like, oh, no shit. Okay, wow, great, great for you. Well, we have something in common then because also I'm a, I'm a coach. So why didn't you just say this? I said, and then he said, yeah, well, if you Google me, you'll also find some videos or, you know, on YouTube that you might not find that cool or, you know, whatever. So, of course, the date, honestly, was one of the most awful dates I've had because he was just not himself. He was putting up or putting on an act. And this is what he teaches young men, which I found so unfortunate because I probably, I've never read the book, but he was talking about this book, The Game, which also supposedly lots of young men buy to know how to talk to a girl. And I think it's a lot of misogyny in there. Again, I can't really say anything about the book because I don't know anything about the book, but I've heard a lot of bad stories about it. And the way he just, he wasn't himself at all. It was just a very bad date. So he left, I left, we we gave each other a hug. And the moment I got home, of course, I, I started YouTubing him, Googling him. YouTubing is not a word, but I, f- I, found, I found him on, on YouTube, YouTube. And... Um, also, girls, if you listen to this, please don't send him a message or say, oh, yeah, this girl's talking to you or about you behind your back because whatever, it is what it is. I just personally didn't have a good experience with him and he might even be in a relationship right now having the most wonderful experiences with with this woman he's in a relationship with. I don't mind. It's more my own experience that I'm sharing. And um, yeah, so supposedly he was on all these dating shows and he was giving like speeches on how to basically also sleep with a girl like very, like very soon. And I think he's just a pickup artist, but that, and that was kind of like his game that he was trying to do with me and it didn't work. So I was afraid that there was a hidden camera somewhere because when I saw his videos, I saw he did this in Barcelona a lot and some of the girls, their faces were blocked, you know, or blurred. And so I thought, oh my God, I've been one of the girls, but thank God I wasn't on there. So probably his tricks didn't work on me. So 
those are the just three experiences of me doing the online dating and don't listen to this and think oh my god I should never go on them because I had so many great experiences and I learned a lot from basically from setting up boundaries and knowing what I do like and what I don't like and that's why I'm also very transparent in an open book and if someone asked me about my past I would never lie I'm very transparent and that's personally how I think you attract people who are also like that so I'm going to wrap it up here because I've I'm going to share new dating experiences I had recently but also some old ones uh, with pilot guy it's a very fascinating story actually but I'll save that for another episode which will air next week so I hope you'll listen to that as well and if you have any questions regarding the dating apps um, specifically about which ones or whatever the profiles whatever I of course I'm not a dating coach at all but I would listen to this podcast it's called we met at acme um, I will link it down below in the show notes. And of course, you can al- always DM me and ask questions. I'll, I'll definitely respond to you. Okay, well, I'll see you here next week. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Bye. Hey, friend. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many people as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation and support me is by screenshotting and sharing it on social media. And I would find it so cool if you could leave a review as well on any platform you're listening on. If you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Danielle Fenke. See you here next week.